Lily from LSW London. If any of you follow the Instagram, you'll know that we actually did our first podcast event together. Lily helped me hold a journaling session. She kind of went through some of her mind cards and we journaled together with like 20 of you guys and it was so much fun and everybody walked away really like benefiting from the event and Lily just had like so much knowledge about the subject because of her brand and because of her history being a therapist before. So of course I asked her to come on the podcast and she agreed and this is the episode we dive into what is journaling, how to get the most out of it and kind of common questions that come up when it comes to journaling most of these questions are from you guys on the instagram and some of them are from me because i was just so curious (laughs) i hope you enjoyed the episode so as i've just explained we are joined by lily today so i'll let you kind of take it away if you want explain a bit about who you are what you do and then we'll jump into some questions that you guys have sent in so i am lily sinclair williams um and i am the founder of lsw london um, we create uh, well-being uh, tools, journals, cards, mind cards, um, lots of tools for people to use in their daily lives um, to increase their well-being. Um, and I'm also, I come from a background of being a therapist, so that's where I have uh, sort of curated all of my favourite um, tools that I would have used with clients um, in order to make my products. love that. All of her products are so... Um... They're so lovely. Like everything is actually really useful as well. If you don't know, we actually did an event together a while back with some of you guys who listened to the podcast and everybody left feeling very like benefited, didn't they? Everybody was really happy with like what they experienced and like felt like they really learned something. So I really wanted to get Lily on the podcast and happily she agreed. So normally I kind of talk a bit about the subject, but obviously this is not my... This is not where my area of expertise is at all. So this podcast is mainly questions that you guys have sent me for journaling and Lily's going to kind of help us through them because I also have a lot of questions as well. (laughs) I'm sure we can all like benefit a bit more from knowing how to do it correctly. So when it comes to journaling and like when I asked the questions, I feel like there was kind of two main questions. But I think a really nice one to start with is like, why should we journal? Like what does journaling actually do for us? How can it benefit us in like our day-to-day lives? So the thing about journaling is it's all about sort of getting to know ourselves better. So it's it's helping us to sort of evaluate our behaviours, evaluate our thoughts um, in order to uh, become sort of, I guess, more emotionally rounded individuals. Um, it's it's about self-awareness. Um, and, and I mean, it can help you in sort of all different areas of your life. I mean, we can use journaling for practicing gratitude, which obviously has so many benefits as well. Um, and you can use it for planning. Um, you know, if there's particular things that, that you've got coming up, if there are certain things, I suppose, you know, if, say if you're at university and you need to sort of organize get more organized you can use it in that respect but also in terms of sort of your well-being it's it's a really good way of sort of just checking in with yourself and making sure that you know you're having positive conversations with yourself as well as difficult ones you know there may be certain things that you're doing that aren't benefiting you um and that you know it can become really easy to get stuck into negative cycles and negative patterns when it comes to our behaviors so 
when you're not checking in you're not sort of it's almost like having a having a pep talk with yourself that you can if you're you know you start to write in a journal you can reflect back and go hang on a second I've just pinpointed there that this is something I'm doing over and over again and it's not benefiting me how do I make this change you know and without writing this down and without uh checking in you wouldn't have noticed that this behavior keeps cropping up so it's all about getting to know who you are and that then you know will benefit you in so many different areas of your life so I was gonna ask kind of like that was all really interesting and you've kind of answered one of my questions I was gonna kind of ask um if you think everybody can benefit the same from journaling but then I suppose maybe that will come on a better question if we say like how do we start like how do we make sure that it's beneficial for us and we're doing kind of I guess the right thing like, how do we know where to start, I guess? Yeah. So I think, I mean, in terms of kind of everyone benefiting, I think everybody can benefit, but I think people will benefit in completely different ways. You know, some mm -hmm. people really need to put all their thoughts down on paper, you know, really, really get stuck into writing. Other people will massively benefit from just doing sort of bullet points and, and making sort of, you know, short notes. Um everyone is so different you know that's something that I sort of really like to kind of push on because we're all completely different human beings and we all respond completely differently to you know so many different situations so I think what's what's really important is figuring out how journaling can work for you rather than mm -hmm. sort of just doing what perhaps you think you know is the right thing to do it's it's figuring out you know trying out I mean in terms of where to begin um I think it's it's trying out different styles of journaling to sort of see what works for you. I mean, I would say if you've never journaled before, it probably is um, advisable to get a sort of ready-made uh, prompted journal rather than just, I think if you open a book with plain pages, it can become incredibly overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where do you begin? If you have no prompts, no anything, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's fine. But I think in order to really get the most out of your kind of journaling experience, um, it would be advisable to sort of start with a with a prompted journal um, and see how you go with that. And then, you know, the more experienced you can get, a lot of people, even when they're really experienced journalers, prefer to have a prompted one or, or at least follow prompts. But um, mm. I think certainly when you begin, that's that's probably a good thing to do, to, to begin with some prompts, um, just to make it as easy as possible for yourself. You know, this is meant to be like a fun activity to do and you know it's meant yeah. to be uh, beneficial and and so you know the easier the better I think um and I mean I also think in terms of sort of when you begin it's probably a good idea as well to sort of figure out um and without this is you know I, I think it's good to test out when when is a good time of day to journal for some people they love journaling first thing in the morning for some people they love journaling in the evening um for some people it might be midday you know <laughs> um figuring out making it again this is all about making it as easy as possible for yourself so so you know working out what what the best way of doing it is for you yeah and when you're talking about uh like prompts there so i've gone through so many journals <laughs> before um like prompts and stuff and I always found that I didn't 
quite like maybe resonate with some of them I couldn't answer some of them is it like I know because obviously your journal I actually have said to Lily personally Lily's journal is like one of my favorites I think it's like the perfect questions I went and got it for my friend it's brilliant do you do you benefit them from answering them exact same questions every day and I guess how do you kind of um, make sure you're answering them beneficially and you're not so say it's like three things you're grateful for saying not saying the same things every day or like how do you benefit from doing the same thing every day and also progress while doing that I guess because I feel like you can get stuck so I personally think that the that doing the same thing every day is is the the best way to journal um because okay. it's about sort of reviewing your behaviors and and you know reviewing any patterns that happen I think when when you're sort of freehand journaling which for some people can be brilliant and can be the best way of doing it um it 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 can be difficult to sort of just be actually sort of stricter with yourself and checking in with yourself um because I mean ultimately I think for most people um, at least the you know journaling is about getting to know you and, and actually helping grow and and you know help your growth progress and I think if you're doing um, you know when you're following prompts it's it's making sure that each day you are are checking in in the same in the same way every single day so so that then when at the end of the week which I would argue you know the most important part is the the reviews you know we in our journals we have a, a weekly review so you can review back because you know at the end of the week or the end of the month when you start reviewing back um you can sort of it's 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 that's when you start to pinpoint um you know the the behaviors or or any negative patterns that happen and if you if you were writing sort of different things every single day it'd be much harder to sort of check in in that way whereas this way you know you can you can look back and go okay how did I answer this on Monday was I still doing the same thing on Friday or by Friday had I actually started to change my response to this you know um and and that especially as time goes by that's a really good way of you know if you look back six months and say right six months ago I was responding in this way to this situation and that wasn't very healthy for me how am I doing it now oh my gosh I'm still responding in that same negative way that's that's not great that's you know that's not benefiting me that's not benefiting my my you know energy how do I how do I make that change and and had you not been sort of you know reviewing the same the same questions you maybe wouldn't have actually identified that um so that's why I I personally think that that doing the same thing every day is is great and then in terms of things like gratitude um reviewing the same you know if you're doing gratitude every day it's it's really important to figure out to really dig deep you know with gratitude it's very easy to say Mm -hmm. and and for anyone who hasn't practiced gratitude before it's you know this isn't about saying I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful for my holiday that I'm you know going on or it's about it's about Mm -hmm. digging much deeper into I mean obviously sometimes you might feel really grateful for your family or really grateful for this holiday you're about to go (laughs) on you know I I was thinking about what I was grateful for today and I'm going on holiday on Thursday and I was like I'm really grateful I'm going on holiday you know so sometimes that is that is (laughs) but I think you know it's about it's about digging a little deeper so that every single day you're thinking about what what am I grateful for I had a really good um 
cup of tea this morning or I had you know someone so I say dig, dig deeper tea is you know that's deep for me um <laughs> but uh you know someone smiled at me on my walk to work and I was feeling a bit crap this morning and that just gave me that tiny little boost and I'm really grateful for that person for just giving me that little burst of you know of positivity or someone held the door for me or you know just thinking about uh, you know nature as well like you might have heard some bird song and I mean for me bird song always puts a smile on my face you know it's it's these, the little things in life that that you think Do you know what I'm really grateful for that tiny moment in my day because the more you think about the tiny little moments that you're grateful for mm-hmm. if you start filling your day with these tiny moments you'll be so much kind of you know happier overall right like it's yeah. it's sort of yeah all of a sudden you've had a great day yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah that's that's why I think it's so important to do that every single day as well yeah so I really really quickly jumped into this podcast I just got a bit excited about it as you guys know we always do like (laughs) what we're grateful for at the beginning and I asked Lily to gather some things she was grateful for this week and then I totally forgot to ask you (laughs) so while we're on the topic did you want to give us like your examples because I think it's beneficial for people to hear things from other people not always me because I can get stuck sometimes as well I'm always like I'm trying to think a bit more niche like what has happened this week that I really liked and if someone puts me on the spot sometimes I'm like oh no I don't know (laughs) so do you want to share with us some things that uh if you have any that you've been grateful for this week I mean so annoyingly I am being I I was as I just said, it was really cliche when I was thinking about it because I am going on holiday this week. So I was like, I'm really grateful for that. And I was like, hang on a I've second. This isn't. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's valid. It's very valid. Um, I mean, one thing I was particularly grateful for this weekend was um, I I just really kind of tried to to slow down as much as possible this week. I've been very sort of busy and, and not quite practicing what I preach you know, over the last couple of weeks in that I've been, you know, working really hard. I also have a a young baby. So life has been really full on. And I just this weekend, I suddenly just like I checked in with myself on Friday and I said, like, come on, like, we've got to just slow down, practice some self-care. So this this weekend, I just really slowed down. I, I went to a little city farm and saw some animals with my baby and you know it was the first time that he sort of had seen certain animals and it was just like that that kind of moment of uh, I mean for me yeah seeing uh, a baby experience things for the first time you know that is something that's so beautiful so I felt you know really grateful just everything we did was very much like we indulged ourselves, you know, it was like, if we wanted something, we got it, you know, if we wanted an ice cream, we got it. And and it was little things like that, that I felt very grateful for this, this weekend, that ability to be able to slow down. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, and then obviously nature, like I surrounded myself with nature, we were walking down the road, which I walked down a lot of the time because it's just down the road from me and um but you you sort of walk out of my I live on a in a village sort of on the outskirts of Leeds and you sort of walk down this road and suddenly you're surrounded by fields and cows and you know these gorgeous little flowers in the field and it just sort of I just felt quite overwhelmed with like I feel so (laughs) grateful to be able to like live here you know as as I'm come from I don't know if you can tell by my accent come from London so it's sort of you know to go from London where finding nature and beauty is quite tricky um it's it's sort of I felt very grateful that now I'm in this situation where I can just walk out of my door and be surrounded by 
beauty so yeah that's really nice i feel like you even just saying that it makes like this might sound silly like makes gratefulness sound really simple but also hard in the sense that i feel like you just have to be present i feel like is the way and like notice what's around you if you know what i mean absolutely i think that's yeah and that that for me this weekend was like a crazy thing because i genuinely walk down this road most days and yeah. you know sometimes i appreciate it but so much of the time you're just like i'm going to Rushing work or whatever it. you know yeah. i'm just on the way to this place <laughs> and i just sort of stopped yesterday and went hang on a second you know i think the sun maybe came out and it was just that moment of i can't believe i live here you know this oh. is like i feel so grateful for it you know and it is it's about it's actually about noticing the things in your every single day that you might mm. see you know even if you see it every day or you experience it every day until you stop and go what am I feeling grateful for in this moment? You know, you, that's when you start to pinpoint all the little things that you actually are really grateful for. You just don't realise because you don't give yourself that space to stop and, and acknowledge. Yeah. Someone I fo follow um, calls it casual magic, which I think is really, really beautiful. Her name's Unjaded Jade. Yeah, so like little things in your day, like you walk past and there's someone like busking on the street and they might be singing like one of your favourite songs and like she refers to it as like casual magic, which I just think is so beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's exactly right. It, it is, yeah, it? It, is it, it is like little things like magic in your everyday. I love it. <laughs> um. Okay, right. I have this awful habit of just going completely off track. <laughs> so the next thing I kind of wanted to talk about is kind of like a follow on. So if I don't have time to journal, this one's kind of for my own benefit. Sorry, guys, but I feel like you'll also you'll also appreciate. I'll do like three quick little things. I'll try and do like what I'm grateful for, what made me smile today, which is kind of a, sometimes similar and what will be good tomorrow. And I was kind of wondering if you were to do stuff like that every day. Is that I know you've just said like that's ideal. But when does like prompts and questions kind of come into it? So if you're like just doing what you're grateful for and stuff, you know how there's like in your mind cards, for example, there's like journal prompts that are a bit more of like a question. When do we fit them into our routine and what should we prioritise, I guess? I think, I mean, it's so again, it's kind of it's up to you. Like I, I think in terms of like prioritising, I think you know, every day is different. And like you say, sometimes you might not have time to sit down and write, you know, ev you know answer all of your prompts or, or or get really stuck in, or maybe you don't have the energy to, because sometimes you, you sit down with your journal and you go, oh my gosh, I just feel, you know, too overwhelmed. I don't want to do this. And that is when writing, you know, sort of three things that you're grateful for that day can be so, so beneficial because, you know sticking maybe like to focus on something positive like that's wonderful and and you know leave anything else for another time but I think it's it's good to try and 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 answer the prompts as regularly as possible um I don't think you necessarily need to prioritize again I think it depends on on who you are as a person if you're finding that the prompts are really really helping you then then absolutely you know prioritize those over anything else I think what I think and what we try to do in our journals um, in our mind notes journal is is have a mix of prompts and gratitude and you know and and try and make sure that that you're kind of covering the different bases each day um I think you know doing the three things that you're 
uh, grateful for every day is super powerful. You know, it's it's gratitude has been proven to have so many benefits. So yeah. so if you have, you know, if you've just got time to do that, then then that's great. But um, but yeah, trying to try to keep up with the, the prompts every single day um, alongside it. I think, you know, keeping things mixed and varied is a really good way of, of you know, keeping your interests up as well you know keeping yourself going each day but um but again you know if you're if you don't have time just do what you feel actually like doing you know you might think on one day i can't be bothered to do my my gratitude day i'm just going to focus on the prompts and fantastic or vice versa you might think i don't have time to do the prompts today i'm just going to focus on what i'm grateful for again fantastic there's no sort of strictly right or wrong way this is about making something work for you so so yeah you know do what what feels right inside i think and you'll know yeah i've got i've got a few questions i want to ask you about some stuff you just said (laughs) i find i find it all very very interesting so the last thing you touched on there something i hadn't really wrote down on these um prompts or maybe a, a little bit um on our questions as you were saying there about if you're having a bad day and you can just do gratitude or you can just do this whatever that's good you know like do what you can and obviously that's very I guess almost easier said than done because a lot of people tell me they feel and I feel it too definitely sometimes like I'll feel guilt and feel a bit like there's no point just doing one or the other like kind of an all or nothing mentality about it I guess so how would you tell people to kind of deal with the guilt of not not maybe filling out the whole page or journaling if you have a bad day like what's the best way kind of around that guilt um I think I mean firstly I think it would be a good thing to do to write down where you know to think about where that guilt's coming from you know what what's where's that stemming from and what is making you feel you know that way um to begin with you know create your own prompt there that you know each day maybe maybe you know have that as a as a thing you know where 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 is this guilt coming from why am i feeling this way um you know this like a journal is is for you and it's for your eyes only it's not you know it should never feel like a chore it should never feel like homework it should never feel like um you know something that you have to do and I think, you know, say you have a week where you feel really guilty and you feel like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not getting on with my journal this week. Take a breath, you know, step away from it, close the journal, walk away and and, and actually sort of start to say like, where's this coming from? Why do I feel this guilt? And actually, what am I doing the journal for in the first place you know get back to what what am I trying to get out of this am I doing this for the for the right reasons you know what what is this journal for and once you kind of get back to that and say you know this journal's for me it's to help me it's to help my growth it's not for anybody else and no one else needs to know that I haven't written this week and that's fine I don't have the energy I don't have the time I'm going to focus on other things this week and then I'm going to come back to it next week with fresh set of eyes feeling, you know, more positive. Um, I mean, again, like you can journal about this stuff. You know, this is this is good stuff. Like it's it's figuring out, you know, where where's this coming from and what can I do to to use it and to solve, you know, something the guilt might have a positive you know there might be something positive there to get from it you know why am I feeling this way why do I feel so much pressure on myself is it because I want to 
yeah you know it, it might be that you you just so want to kind of you know have your personal development and grow and be a better person and that's then turning into guilt when you're sort of not quite filling it out right and use that you know say right okay well where's this pressure coming from why am I putting it on myself what can I do to change this you know maybe the style of journaling that I'm doing isn't quite right for me at this moment in time you know reevaluate and and sort of take stuff from that again these are all learnings these are learnings that you can use so it's all kind of good stuff in a way um and I think but then again you know if you're feeling really overwhelming guilt and it's not feeling right and it's not feeling good then then just breathe just step back and say right I'm just gonna leave it for today and 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 approach it again when I'm feeling a bit more positive about the whole thing you know um I don't know if that answered the question (laughs) yeah no 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 sorry yeah I was just looking at you like yeah Um, (laughs) no it definitely did uh I think what I think as well like I said like sometimes I'll feel a bit guilty about it and it's like you said it's almost like the guilt comes from kind of a good place in the sense that it's like I do just want to better myself so I'll be like a bit guilty and maybe I'll feel a bit like I've procrastinated but I think like you said that's almost part of the process isn't it kind of accepting that journal can be a trial and error process and not getting frustrated in on that like journey if you know what I mean something else I just wanted to pop on the end of the um bit you said earlier so when I was talking about like if you should prioritize prompts or like gratitude and like the daily kind of questions when I'm talking about prompts I kind of mean just for anyone who on the podcast who might not know I kind of mean like if you were to type in on Pinterest it would come up with like 30 self-care prompts and there'll be questions that kind of involve a bit more of an answer rather than like a list of gratitude as such and I guess for me when I'm saying like should we prioritize those it's because in my head they that's like page or pages of writing and I know in our event you kind of said that's that's not the aim so how much would you say is enough to kind of answer like one of those questions so at the end of my um podcast I try and give a nice journal prompt and like last week was like what's holding you back um off of a question that someone had asked me how much would you say is like a good amount to write on a question like that that can be beneficial and doesn't end up like writing your own narrative like you kind of said I think again everyone is different and some people are going to really benefit from writing you know loads and loads and loads and some people won't have that much to say and that that's both completely valid I I think when I talk about um, not kind of, I suppose in a way, spiralling when you're journaling, and quite often, so we we basically, the, the way that, that our brains work is that we can't take in all the information that's being thrown at us at all times. You know, there are, when you're walking down the street, you know, it's millions of pieces of information being flung mm-hmm. at our eyes. And our, brain, our brains literally cannot process it all so what it does is it will you know say you're walking down the street it will it will Mm -hmm. take the information that's necessary and then it will kind of almost create a world almost like an imagination a world around you that you based on past experiences so this is why say if you're walking down the street and somebody walks past you quite often you know two seconds later you wouldn't be able to say what they were wearing what they were unless they were sort of you know dressed up as a peacock or on a unicycle you know and it's something that's out of the norm so your brain has taken that extra information in but generally 
you your brain hasn't bothered to sort of log it because it's it's useless information to to you you know it, it's not important so because of this the reason I say all of this is that when we're journaling quite often our brains uh, especially our well our unconscious minds have created a narrative for our lives so it will have gone all the way all the way very you know all the way back to birth you've been living a narrative that your brain has created for you because there is only so much information it can take on and so the trouble with this you know this generally works fantastically well but if something has happened you know in your early life or your childhood or just you know in your past at some point that has um, affected this narrative say I mean so we call them significant emotional events now these don't have to be huge events these could be something as small as a child in the playground taking a sweet from you and your brain has gone oh when I have things, you know, someone might come along and take it from me. You know, some people, some children might, you know, their brains may not have uh, connected that to anything at all. For other children, that might suddenly go, ooh, people want to take things from me. And then it will then create a narrative. You know, every time something similar happens throughout your life, it then starts going, right, well, this is, you know, this is what happens. This, I've got to start protecting myself. Or, you know, it, it, it's it's that pattern those patterns that can start mm-hmm. to develop throughout life and that is how phobias can occur you know some a child who has never been attacked by a dog will go on you know through life thinking i love dogs they're really cute i've had a dog as a pet that's a really positive i love a dog you know whereas another child say they were attacked by a dog in in their childhood that may then as as life goes by you know the next time they see a dog even if the dog was just being really lovely but if it bears its teeth a tiny bit you know that child then goes oh that's that's a that's something that could cause me harm it has caused me harm in the past maybe it's going to do it again Mm -hmm. and then you develop you know these fears and phobias and this is all uh this is why when we're journaling i like to think that that it's better to keep your entries a little bit shorter because quite often we can start out with all the best intentions you know writing answering this question and thinking right I'm going to be really really honest about this and then as you start to write and as you start to get more and more into the answer the narrative starts to take over so actually are we still writing the facts and are we still writing what we actually think or what we've actually taken from this say event or are we starting to let the unconscious bias take over here? You know, are we actually just feeding into the narrative um, that our brains are sort of, you know, pl- playing for us? And um, I think it's it's good to hold back a little bit. The second you notice you're starting to almost like storytell, that's the time to stop. Um, because if you just start, if you just repeat the same thing over and over again, you're just only going to solidify it more and more and more for yourself. So so just try to, to pull back and just try to become aware. It will take a while. It will take practice. You know, you, you're not on the first time going to go, this is, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm writing my story. I'm not actually writing the facts here. You know, it, it will take a few goes. And this, again, is why journaling is so important because you come to the end of the week, you can read back over your answers and then you go, hang on. I have very much been, you know, writing a story here. Like, this isn't what happened. You know, this is just how I interpreted the situation. (laughs) And actually, 
have I, you know, is there any misinterpretation? Is there anything there that I was actually misunderstanding? How do I, how do I review that? Okay, next time I'm in that situation, can I respond in a different way? And will that give me a different outcome? You know, this is why I think it's important to not just allow yourself to write and write and write and write and write and write and write, you know, it to keep it guided. Um, sometimes you might need to write more than others, you know, um, there might be a lot that you want to get off your chest and that's really good, but don't allow yourself to sort of spiral in that way. I just went on for a long time, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that was really, really interesting. And it made me want to ask, um, so something I've been like told about before in different kind of like self-help, not like seminary things, just like uh, talks and stuff is brain dumping. And I have done it a few times. So kind of like you said, if there's a lot on your chest or mine's always just like, if there's a lot in my head, if I'm just thinking about a lot, I like to put it all on paper. And I guess I kind of wanted to get your opinion on that and the most beneficial way to do that. Because I guess, like you said, we could end up writing our own story. But if that story is already in our head and we want to get it on paper, is that beneficial to do or not? Because then we're like reading it. Do you know what I mean? Is that good to just like dump everything in your head on paper? Or is that actually quite like, what's the word, counterproductive? I think if you find it therapeutic and, you know, if you're not doing it, I would say it's not great if you were doing it every single day. You know, if you're mm -hmm. if you just find yourself doing this, you know, repeatedly and you notice that nothing is changing, then that's not helping anyone, you know. Um, but I think if you are, you know, if, if there's a lot going on and you just want to, like you say, brain dump and, and, and write it down, that can really release a lot of like mental tension. You know, if you're holding it all up in, in here, mm -hmm. it's, it can become, you know, overwhelming. So yeah, getting stuff down on paper is absolutely a, a, a good thing. You know, get it all out. I would just say, just to be careful that you're not doing it every single time, but, but okay. yeah, doing it occasionally and just because you just need to release, you know, some days you're going to have so little to write, you know, you might just sit down yeah. and you're like, I don't know, I've had a bacon sandwich and I had a nice time. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that's my entry for today. But other days you will have them. There'll be stuff from all different areas of your life where you're like, Oof, there's so much going on. I need to just get this down. And, mm. you know, that, and and I think that's that's absolutely fine. It's just about managing it, just making sure you're not checking in with yourself every now and again and making sure you're not feeding into any kind of negativity. Um, yeah. Would you recommend looking, so like maybe looking back at that said dump, like three days later, maybe to see if like how you responded to it and what it was and if it's changed or mm -hmm. is that not? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I think we we can quite often you know when you're in a moment all you need is just to get it off your chest it's the same thing as like you know um journaling when you're you know in a certain mood your mood might change i mean it might change an hour later you know you never know but um mm -hmm. it, it's in that moment you might need to just get it out and and that's, you know, that's fine. And then if, if you look back three days later and you think, I'm still feeling exactly the same way, nothing's changed here, then that's actually really beneficial because you can look back and you go, right, okay, why has nothing changed? Or what do I need to do in order to kind of move forward or, or, or to grow from this? So, so yeah, I think 
definitely always review back. I think reviewing back is really good. If you review back and you think I'm still feeling that way, nothing has changed, then start to wonder, you know, what what can I do um, to make that change? You know, what do I need to do? What what little positives can I add into my life if it's, you know, to, to feel a bit better about yourself or what, whatever it is? Um, definitely always, always review back. Yeah, that's really interesting. Someone's asked a question here and it follows on really, really nicely. So it says, is journaling more beneficial as a reflection or like planning and goal setting for the future? Um, so I would say it's both, definitely both. Mm-hmm. I think with goal setting, um, it's, I mean, these, these two things literally tie in so, so well together because reflection is, you know, using it's, it's a learning, it's a learning tool, right? So you, you look back and you go, okay, mm-hmm. what's going on here? You know, what, what, what can I use from this? How can I learn from this? And how can I use it to help me get to where I want to be? I think it's always about setting a, it's a tricky one because I would say setting an end goal. But I think the thing about goals is we can set goals and not actually figure out how we get to the goals. So, you know, it's all very well Mm. saying in a year's time, I want to be a millionaire with five dogs (laughs) and a big house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um but i would say it's figuring out it's it's setting that goal and then it's it's chunking back Mm -hmm. and and you know almost uh going back month by month to figure out what do i need to do in order to get to that place in a year's time what do i need to do at 11 months what do i need to do at 10 months what do i need to do at five months you know breaking it back what this month what small steps can i do to get me to that next stage and if you're reflecting back, you can use your, you know, it's about obviously reflecting back is about reflecting on your, you know, any negatives that you might need to change. Mm-hmm. It's also reflecting back on the positives. You know, what what great strengths have I got and have I proven to have through journaling that I can use to achieve this goal? You know, what what it I think they work as a complete healthy mix. Um Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to goal setting there uh yeah when it comes to goal setting would you say because I think I I'm definitely a victim's probably not the right word I definitely do this like we'll set too many too soon try and go for them all at once like reflecting on them every day like what have I done what would you say is like almost like a healthy like you just said that you were kind of saying like at the end of every month kind of like I'm gonna try and do this this month and then reflecting on that at the end of the month and I feel like that sounds ideal would you say like monthly and like maybe working towards like one two maybe three like main goals is the best way around it to not overwhelm yourself i think chunk down i love the word chunk down um oh (laughs) postman just came i don't know if you heard that um (laughs) chunk down um i think um find you know if there are certain areas in your life you know break down the different areas of your life of your life you know relationships career you know figuring out where it is that you would like to set goals and then working out so there's this fantastic book i don't know if you if you've heard of um the slight edge it's uh by jeff olson um so so the the book i mean it's it's more about the idea behind the book that's that's so fantastic so it's about figuring out um habits that you can create that will help you achieve your goals so 
like you say, you know, if you if you go in every single day going like, right, I want to do, you know, I want to make a million pounds in a year's time. And you're, you know, obviously I think that's a bit, <laughs> a bit unrealistic for anyone. But, you know, it's it. um, But, you know, say you set a goal and, uh, and every day you're like, okay, well, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? I'd buy a lottery ticket. You know, every day I'll buy a lottery ticket. You're, no. you're, you're doing the opposite. You know, it's, it's doing the, mm-hmm. the bigger things is, is, is actually like, so the point of the slight edge is that you're, you're setting habits that are tiny little habits every single day that they have to be as easy to do as they're easy not to do you know say your goal is i want a six pack in six months time if you go to the gym and do like a five hour session on your first day of wanting to achieve this goal you knock yourself out for the next two weeks because you're so dead that you've you know you've you've overdone it so much because you were so like hard like trying to go hard to to achieve this goal actually the person who does five sit-ups everything every single day is going to be that's so much easier to do that that you know by doing that every single day they will be working their way up towards achieving their goal obviously you can build it up over time you know as you get stronger you you do five sit-ups then you move to 10 then you do 20 and it's it's doing it every single day in tiny little manageable ways that's how you're going to achieve your end goal whereas you know going for it constantly and and sort of or sorry not constantly that's the point you know not being consistent and sort of saying right well, what can i do what big grand thing can i do today that's going to get me to that goal like that's that's not the way to do it i think chunking down mm-hmm. and and creating manageable habits that that you can set up and, and achieve each day you know again it will also encourage you because if you're achieving them you're feeling good about yourself it makes you want to do it again the next day yeah. you know i did that, that those five sit-ups fantastic let's let's do it again let's carry on so um so yeah i i think i think definitely chunk them down definitely set realistic goals i think there's no point in unrealistic goals you know making a million pounds <laughs> in a year time i mean okay cool but I, is it better to to save you know a much more manageable amount, you know, and put a pound mm-hmm. into a savings account every single day, you know, it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. that that's much more manageable. You won't notice it necessarily. And this is the other thing. It's about, these are things that you probably won't notice a difference immediately, but because you've made it so easy, it's like, okay, I can slot that into my day, no problem. And eventually you will start to notice the impact rather than kind of going hard on day one and then completely losing focus as, as time goes by. Yeah, delayed gratification. I feel like I've got none of that. <laughs> I'm so bad with that. I'll be like, I've got this big goal, and I wake up in the morning, like, okay, go, go, go. And the next day, I'll be like, completely wiped out, like, fuck, you know, I'm not going to do that again. And I never get yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but you know, again, journaling is such a good way of of achieving that because if you start to notice as you, you know, this is exactly it, reflecting black back and using reflections for goals setting, you know. If you reflect back and you go, wow, for the last two weeks, I did five sit-ups every single day. That's amazing. And then you, you know, maybe start to notice a little bit of an impact. Like you can, that, that, yes, it's delayed, but it's, it's so amazing when you actually achieve it and using it, you can absolutely use your journal to, to help you to do that. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Um, I feel like you need your own podcast. (laughs) I want to listen to it. Um, so I feel like we've definitely answered this throughout 
the podcast and throw out different questions, but I kind of want to ask it once and we can kind of condense it because this was a lot of people's question. So it was how to not get overwhelmed by journaling. I feel like sometimes I don't bother because there's so many things I could write about. So like that when I go on, if you go on Pinterest for a journal prompt and there's like every single picture is like 30 days of journal prompts and everything. And you just feel like you have like to do anything. You feel like you have to answer all these questions. And like, there's just so much you could write about so much. You feel like you should write about how do you, I guess, like keep it simple and not feel overwhelmed. And I guess that guilt comes into it as well. Like if you don't know what's helpful, hopefully after this, you will know, but um, like not knowing that start point and being like, oh my god there's so much and there's so much information like what's the best way to I guess just keep it really simple and know what is beneficial for you um I I completely get it you know you're so right when you go on Pinterest or Google there are thousands of mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are also you know there's there's just there, there's yeah some some might say there's too much information in this day and age um and and it is it is about keeping it simple it's about finding you know if you want to go down the the prompted journal route um you know obviously we have two two uh very good journals uh you know (laughs) but you know it's about finding one that works for you and um it's finding um I, I do I'm such a big believer in keeping things simple absolutely mm-hmm. I think focusing on you know even if you want to just focus on one area in your life that you want to improve on you know maybe it's about improving on relationships maybe it's on uh improving at your uni your you know your uni work or maybe it's um how you're going to find you know the best career for you it's it's taking one you know if if you need to take in one area of your life and focusing on that i think don't get bogged down in um answering hundreds of different questions because again i know you know there are so many mm-hmm. different questions that can be asked out there and i think really the most important ones i mean you know it's it's about where your daily focus is you know what what are you focusing on what's what what are you giving your energy to what are you um you know and and also i think as much as you want to, you know, every day you want to use a prompt that's that's positive, like what am I doing well? I also think it's important to focus on, you know, some negatives as well. Like what obstacles might I have to, uh, you know, what, what obstacles might I come up against today? Um, figuring out a way of, you know, say you've got a mean boss, for example. You know, oh, I've got this mean boss and every day I have to come up against them. And that brings you know negativity into my life. So figuring out what can I do to, um, to to you know feel better in myself in this situation. You know what can I do to make sure that I'm I'm better equipping myself. You know, it's figuring out, uh, you know, rather than just writing loads and loads of different answers to loads of different things, which. I think can be really, really good. You know, obviously we've got our journal um, category and our mind cards, which have, you know, a really wide selection of questions. Um, And I think keeping it varied can be good. Um, But if you're feeling really overwhelmed, pick, pick one. You know, if if you're really overwhelmed, pick one question, one prompt and answer it every single day. And then once you've sort of got that nailed, move on to something else, you know, find it, find it, find another prompt start using two move up to three you know try and keep it as simple again this is about you know this shouldn't be like a 
a, a horrible chore that you're like, ah, you know, this is meant to make your life less overwhelming. This is not meant to make your life more overwhelming. So just, you know, if Pinterest is overwhelming you, switch it off. Don't look at it. Forget mm. about Pinterest. Find one question that resonates and, and start to do that. And then start to challenge yourself because you want to start challenging. You know, we don't want this to become something that you, you know, you, you can do in your sleep. That That's not going to help you. Don't find, you know, obviously that there's that whole kind of comfort zone and growth is out here away from the comfort zone, you know. Um, but if you want to start in your comfort zone, that's absolutely fine. But make sure you then start to to step out of that and, and ask slightly more challenging questions. But in, in order to start, if you're feeling really overwhelmed, just keep it really simple um, and then you'll be much more likely to continue, I think. Yeah, I feel like it's um, almost like we were just saying about goals, isn't it? Because I feel like the reason I get, I could get overwhelmed with it sometimes is because I feel like, oh, there's all these information, all these questions. Clearly, I need to answer them all to be journaling well. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, you don't feel like you're maybe getting enough out of it. It's kind of like that, like doing five setups a day, answering just three things you're grateful for every day, kind of might feel like it's not doing anything. But like you said, on that reflection, you'll realise you've actually done it every week. Whereas I know sometimes I've sat down and have wrote like seven pages on a question. And in the time it felt quite beneficial, but then the next day I didn't want to do it again. I didn't like, I didn't pick up my journal again for like six days. So I guess it's like that finding peace knowing in that like, it's all part of the journey. And like, it's a slow process and that's okay. Like. I feel like that's something I definitely need to work on anyway. <laughs> like not going all or nothing in straight away. <laughs> so there's two more questions kind of mainly. And one that I feel like, again, we've probably touched on, but make it a bit more concise is when you're sad, should you journal? And how can you journal sad thoughts, I guess, beneficially? Like you said, not spiralling off. How do we journal on bad or sad days? Mm, I think... This is a really good one, actually, um, because sadness and you know negative emotions—they're they're all valid, and I think it's really important mm -hmm. to remember that being sad is valid. It shouldn't be something that we go, "Ooh, I'm feeling a bit sad today. I'm not going to write because you know we need to forget that that ever happened." I think it's really important, actually, in the same way as you know, if you're feeling sad and you want to release and you just cry that's really that can be a really positive thing you know let it out because i think we can all agree after a good cry we feel so much better we've just <laughs> released that you know physically released it through tears and then you can kind of you know generally it's like right great i, I feel a lot better now and i think it's the same with journaling you know don't stop yourself journaling if you want to write it down and it's going to make you feel better for writing it down then then go for it. And again, you know, we, we shouldn't just, what I was saying just then about comfort zones, we shouldn't just write, you know, oh, I'm so happy every single day. Like, you know, la, 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 la. That's, that's again, that's, that's not real life. That's completely, you know, we all have bad days. You know, I literally, my job is, is, is this, you know, stuff is well-being. But I have to acknowledge, you know, when I'm feeling a bit down or when I'm feeling a bit you know, overwhelmed. And, and then you, mm -hmm. you take it back and you go, right, let's review. Where's this coming from? What can I do to, to change it? You know, what can I, and, and with journaling, it's about making sure that you, you, you are being honest with yourself because, you know, these journals that there's, they're not for anyone else. No one else is, you know, hopefully no one else is going to be reading this <laughs> unless you were to show it to them. Um, so, so, 
yeah, right, right when you feel sad. The thing I would be wary of is just making sure, as we were talking about before about narratives, just making sure that if you're actually, if you're starting to feel worse when you're writing and you start to go, oh my gosh, I really, oh, this is rubbish and this is rubbish and that person hates me and that person, oh, everybody must hate me because this has happened. And, you know, that's not positive and that's not going to help you and that's not going to help you grow. That's your, you know, unconscious telling you lies telling you fibs basically because you're in that place so actually when you're if that starts to happen rein it in cut it off close the book walk out you know go for a walk do something that that's you know but in you know in the first instance i think absolutely start to write get it on paper even if you then rip that page out and burn it because you're like none of that was actually (laughs) beneficial but i you know in that moment it was in that moment i just needed to you know get it all out and and um yeah but you know again like it's most importantly it's it's important to release negative emotions and it's it's important to make them valid you know we can't that sort of toxic positivity that people talk about you know we can't all just be living on cloud nine 24 7 if you didn't have bad days you wouldn't have good days because you'd just be on this sort of weird neutral (laughs) sort of floating along you know you need to have those downs in order to have those ups you know embrace the downs because because that means you know better days are coming but um but yeah don't allow yourself to sort of spiral because that 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 doesn't help um try and be aware enough it will take practice you won't immediately be able to go i'm spiraling cut it off close the book you know but the more you do it the more you sort of get into journaling you'll be able to pinpoint it and again that's a learning and that's Mm -hmm. that's great you know it's that you've got from this journaling so so yeah that's what i would say so just a question there when you were saying about um if you notice yourself getting like maybe more upset from writing, close the book and stop. How do you pinpoint the difference in between? So say you've got a prompt and it's like, like you were saying earlier, like where's this pressure and guilt come from? Say it has actually come from a bad place and writing about that makes you upset. How do you know the difference? So if you're writing about something that's like a bit deeper, making you upset and spiraling, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think, I think it will be, I think it's quite kind of evident when you're when you're writing and you start to sort of you know say I, I assume you know you're meaning like if something actually bad has happened in the past mm-hmm. that's causing this then you know you'll you'll know and you'll know whether or not it's right to write about it in that moment it might be you know it might mm-hmm. be it might be really helpful to sort of think about that and 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 write about it but it might it might not be it might you you know in that moment you might think oh gosh this is really brought up you know triggered something within me i don't feel you know great and if that's the situation then and you need you know some support from someone go and you know call a friend or 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 something um or it might even bring up something that you go do you know what i actually need some more help to work through this and maybe look into getting some therapy or or find uh, you know a counselor or something that that will actually you know help you work through if it's something that you really think actually this is something i need to work through in order to to progress then then that might be a good route to go down um picking it apart a little bit starting to figure out you know is 
was this situation to do with me? Was this something that someone else did to me? Is this something that actually, if I start to review this a little bit more, you know, can I forgive myself in that situation? Because quite often, you know, these situations are never to do with with us and things we've done. It, it tends to be, you know, if there's a, a something bad has happened that's to do with someone else, you know, it's, it's figuring out, can I forgive myself? Can I forgive that person? And can I move forward? You know, this is kind of going down some, you know, these are these are sort of much deeper things you might mm-hmm. need to, to evaluate. But I think um, with regards to, to checking the difference between spiraling, I think you'll learn um, quite quickly as you're writing, you know, what is, what is valid and what is genuine um, and actually what is just you sort of you know uh, <laughs> yeah 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 for want of a better word I suppose yeah um you know I think I think it will become quite apparent um quite quickly um the more you write um mm-hmm. you'll be able to sort of figure that out um and and like I say if 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 you you come out of that you know journaling session you go Oof, that was that was full-on you know I need some some self-care like take yourself away, cook yourself a nice meal or see a friend or, or find someone that you can talk to and, and, um, and yeah, and, and sort of look after yourself. But, um, but yeah, I think with, with spiraling, it will become very apparent what is right and what, and you know, what, what is genuine and, and what, what kind of isn't obviously it, it will feel very genuine because this is the story that you've been telling for yourself, but, mm-hmm. but, it's it's about are you reflecting onto uh, you know onto some someone else or or is this actually you're writing about an actual situation that has happened in the past you know it's 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 it pinpoint pointing those sorts of differences I think amazing that was has all been very very interesting we're coming to the hour mark now there was one little question left and I guess we'll maybe your main tip was just like how do we stay consistent how do we make sure we're actually doing it enough. Yes. So I would say um, it's making it work for you. So thinking about the time of day that works best. Some people, like I was saying before, some people love morning journaling. Some people love evening journaling. It's about thinking about where you might write best. You know, maybe it's uh, in bed when you first get up. So keeping your journal next to you in your bed, you know, so that you always, always remember or maybe it's putting it on the coffee table in front of your TV so you know that every evening when you you know have finished dinner or whatever and you're going to go watch some TV right I, it's right there in my eye line I'm going to write my journal now you know, make it as easy as possible to um, make sure you do it you know it's it's keeping it uh, fitting it into your routine maybe putting it next to something that you know you're definitely going to do. So if you're Mm -hmm. definitely going to get out of bed in the morning, put it on your bedside table. Or if you're definitely going to watch TV every night, put it there. You know, it's making it work. You could set an alarm, you know, set an alarm in your phone that says at a time that you know you're definitely going to be available to do it, say, right, this is when you're going to journal. But also be kind to yourself. If you miss a day, that's fine. You know, that's that's absolutely Mm -hmm. fine and and you start again the next day um don't be too hard on yourself you know you can pick it back up again amazing like you said this is supposed to be beneficial it's an act of like self-care self-well-being so taking that compassion with it all I think isn't it and not beating yourself up if you've done wrong or you've missed a day or this is meant to benefit you so don't beat yourself up about it (laughs) absolutely yeah 100% 
that's been so amazing. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I have enjoyed it nonetheless. I've had the best conversation. Um, we normally always lead these podcasts with a mindful moment, which is like an activity and a journal prompt. So I did see if you had a journal prompt for us, like maybe more of like a beginning one that everyone can go away and maybe like answer at least like a few times this week or every day this week or even just once if they can. Okay. Um, so I would say, okay, so if it was going to be, I'd, I'd prepared one that is not one that you would do every day. So I can give you two. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, I, think a good, I think a good one actually was um, something I kind of touched on earlier. If you're, if you're going to answer it every single day, um, this is one for sort of the end of the day. But what did I give my energy to today that benefited me? So Perfect. keep it simple. Um, and yeah, you can answer that every single day and just see how your, how your answers change. Um, the other one that I'd actually... Uh, prepared which you wouldn't be able to answer every single day but oh, maybe you could actually i don't know give it a go um, <laughs> is what do you have now that you didn't have a year ago that's a nice positive one i think that you can sort of i love that you know, reflect back on yeah that's really really nice oh thank you i really really enjoyed this and thank you so much for coming on <laughs> of course thank you so much for having me i will leave a link to lily's shop and instagram and everything in the description of this podcast and yeah thank you so much i've had so much fun Thank you.